is the Joy Clips Gamescast. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined from across the internet once again by the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. What's going on? How you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Overall, I mean, I had a, I had a good week this week. I don't know if you did. You know what I'm saying? I would hope you did. I would hope. You know, there's that, um, I think it's a Simpsons meme. It's like, there's no more day, good days anymore. There's just days. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I definitely feel you on that. I definitely feel yeah. you. Like, my, my, my dad was like, oh, like, uh, uh, you know, come over on, like, Wednesday, whatever. And I didn't realize it was Thursday. And like he meant next week. Mm. I'm just, I'm just losing track of days. Yeah, time is just happening. I'm it's not just aware life. Of it. It's just life happening. It feels like summer, but in like Kinda, the worst yeah. way possible. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh well. As always, it's time for patch notes. Uh, patch notes where listeners can submit corrections or additional information, or we do follow-up stories to things that happened the week prior. Um, this week, there is something we can touch on briefly about Resident Evil 3. Um, it sold 2 million copies within the first five days. Love to see it. Love which see is it. pretty good. It sound, I, mean, I mean, 2 million of anything in five days sounds, sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah, me, and so. it's crazy considering the circumstances of everything, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Because just obviously tighter budgets um there was less of a strong reaction to three than there was to two right right right. um but interesting enough uh resident evil 2 shipped a million more in one day less so um oh so it did what like three million in four days yes okay interesting Interesting. but um not too bad for the game that is significantly lighter on content and we're in a time of uh maybe some stingy spending yeah yeah for sure i would i would love to see like numbers in this time like how much how much more digital copies are selling uh yeah than 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 physical i don't know if they put out those numbers for re3 but i would love to see those numbers from like this this time but i'm really curious yeah honestly i'm also kind of curious of like if people are spending more money on games now or less Mm. because you have I people mean, yeah home now but you don't know if they're spending that money with the, but like maybe they'd be dropping that 60 dollars on a steak dinner one night you know right so like, right 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 i mean interesting i, I know from i know from my personal like uh you know life i had both of my younger siblings attempt to buy switches yeah and could not Mm-hmm. And then I directed them, hey, you're going to have to go buy it, use, of, you know, offer up Facebook Messenger, whatever. Not Messenger, Facebook Marketplace. And, and they get a switch there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they were it, they were sold all the way out everywhere. So. Yeah. Uh, my brother has been thinking about getting a switch for a while. And the yeah. other day, a local Walmart had some in stock. And he set, he set up an order, like a pickup at store order. Okay. And they were like, okay, it'll be ready tomorrow. Because he ordered it like 30 minutes after they cut off, like when he can pick it up. Right. So he was like, I'll just cancel. I'll drive to Walmart and I'll get it in, in store because I know they have them. Oh, uh, by the time he got there, they were gone. <laughs> or they were all ordered at least. Young, come on, man. You you had it. You had it. Yeah, he was this close. You hate to see it. I hate to see but, it. Fortunately for us, uh, we've been playing some games truly 
Um, first up, I just want to give a... This isn't on the docket. I just want to say I played through on stream Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase in one sitting fully. And, I did... Uh, I did pop in for a little bit while yeah. while I was doing some stuff. How'd you feel about it? So it's basically think Crash Bandicoot of like you're running through linear levels, right? Enemies, obstacles, things to smash. Um, I was having a good time. I was like, this is like kind of easy, uh, okay. but it's pleasant. Right. Great, great visuals because they stuck with that. Like they wanted a cartoony vibe, and it looks good still. That's nice. That's nice. But um, <laughs> it's a platformer where sometimes at the edge of a platform, you'll fall through it. Mm. So that got frustrating. And then at the end of the game, huge difficulty spike. But we, we made it through. <laughs> well, glad to hear you, uh, you, you, you know, made it through. Yeah. What, wait, which platform was that, PS1? PlayStation 1, yeah. Mm. Uh most days, if I'm streaming something on uh, our Twitch channel, it's a PS1 game. Right, right. Just because I have a big library of them, but yeah. Um, interesting going to licensed games. I always have a, a fondness for licensed games, even if they're bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. for me, they just remind me of like you know so much nostalgia, like like back in the day. You know, yeah. they're like super. At least for me, there. That's how I view them in like a nostalgic way. Even though there are some good ones, obviously. Yeah, for sure. A lot bad. Cause, yeah, because yeah, I had that one growing up, and I never got past like the third level. But oh, gotcha. Interesting going back to. For me, just one quick one I can think of top of my head. I, it was Star Wars Episode Three. The Dude, game, yes. You know, and I don't know what it was, bro. But I couldn't get past the Dooku fight. And I'm pretty sure that's, like, the beginning of the game if it's going off the movies. Uh -huh. I don't know why. Well, I don't know what was going on, but oh well. Slight tangent. Did you never see the alternate ending? In episode three? Yeah, for the game. No, I didn't. We talked about this on Jedi Knights. I blew Dude. my co-host's mind. Um, so there's an alternate ending for the Revenge of the Sith game where if, like, you do something... You can basically die as Obi Wan, so Anakin wins in the lava fight on Mustafar. What? And then he goes to meet Palpatine when Palpatine rolls up to Mustafar, when he would have been getting Anakin's corpse. Right. Um, he knights him with his red lightsaber. Anakin takes it and then kills Palpatine, and he's like, "I'm the Emperor now." Huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Well. So, fun, fun little tangent wow, for. I did not know that. Uh, That's a uh, wow. What what developers can do with a license, but um, <laughs> speaking of nostalgia, Kevin, you've been playing Modern Warfare Two. I have been. Yes, Modern Warfare Two Remastered came out what like two weeks ago, I think, something like that. Kind of yeah. a shadow drop. Uh, PlayStation exclusivity for the first month. I believe it'll be on other platforms, Xbox and PC. I think the end of this month so it's coming up pretty soon uh been streaming it on twitch.tv slash joy make sure to follow that as well uh i got through i want to say like a just over a third and nearing towards the half of the game um because it's a very short campaign it's like a six hour long campaign it's not that long um i'm having mixed feelings christian mm. and i didn't anticipate this but i'm okay. having mixed feelings about it you know yeah. Things are Hit not me. I have no I have no context for Modern Warfare 2 outside of like doing rotations of multiplayer at my neighbor's house after school 
but right right what's okay, not so, feeling right so i think it's a bunch of things right um but i think the main culprit here is that at the end of the day it's not using the same quake engine as the original Marfa 2 was right so i think a lot of like my nostalgia is tied to how modern warfare intrinsically feels on the sticks with the game engine that they were running it on on back in 2009 um because like it still looks like mod for two like it like it looks like how i remember mod for two you know everything visually even the redone models of certain people in the campaign look good mm-hmm. at least in, like like my opinion i think shepherd looks a little bit different but like he still looks like shepherd for the most part you know um but i think that is really making me like have a negative not negative like i think it's bad but just it just doesn't feel like mod for two enough and i think a big and like a bigger one that I think I have a, a, a kind of an issue with um, is the changing of gun sounds. They oh. did this with they did this with COD Four Remastered, and of course, you know, you can probably think of a billion iconic sounds and games that you played over the years. You know what I'm saying? Like just the yeah. way certain things like sound it just adds to the um what what fran mirabella would say you know the smell of a game you know the the the, the, like contextual feeling of a game um pretty much all of the guns have changed sounds and they all sound now at least i feel like they all sound less unique i think they sound boring a lot of times uh even though you know if you want to be like a realistic slant on it i I haven't done a lot of, you know, gun shooting in my days, but, you know, I pretty much, I mean, I think it's safe to say that I think a lot of guns generally sound the same. I think that's a safe assumption to make as someone that has only fired a handgun at a range once, you know, but um, in Marvel 2, like, you could tell the difference between, you know, the sound of, like, uh, the FAMAS in that game versus, like, the M- the UMP-45, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, like... All of them had distinct sounds. And in this one, they just updated them, but updated them in, like, the worst way possible where they all just sound the same, you know? There's huh. a few that, like, the the Barrett 50 cal is, like, you know, all right, that one that one sounds the same. I think the biggest insult, though, is the intervention. That was the, the sniper, right? Yes. It is that yeah. iconic quick-scoping sniper. Mm-hmm. You never know how it sounds. In yeah. this one, it sounds nothing like the original and it's like very jarring you know so how like structural of a remat remake remaster is this do you think like is it is it because you said the models are different but like is the dialogue the same if they're changing the sound design of the weapons like how exactly like how much are they changing with this remaster that's what's crazy is that to me i think all the dialogue is the exact same Oh, wow. All, all the dialogue, everyone's voices sounds the exact same, as far as I can tell. And, like, if if I can tell a distinct sound difference between the guns and not the characters, I think that, you know, it was pretty much on terms of, like, I'm pretty sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, so, in between, like, uh, missions, the way it conveys the info of, like, what you're doing next, it does this, like cool like 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 3d graphics like you know while while you're talking to someone and Mm -hmm. they're showing like maps of where you're going next you know all that good stuff uh and those seem to be the exact same from the classic game you know but it's just it's weird how the you would think to redo the gun sounds but 
not think to redo any of the vocals. I don't know. You know, like if you're gonna mess with sound, why not mess it mess with it all around, I guess? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like a little bit like why would you I just wish they never changed the gun sounds in the first place. You know? Yeah. I think that 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 adds a lot to someone that's coming back to the game. You mm-hmm. know? And yeah, so I'm like I'm like fifty fifty on it right now, but mm-hmm. I, I like I'm still gonna, you know, finish it on stream on joyclicks and stuff like that on twitch.tv slash joyclicks but uh but yeah i'm i'm not as wild as i thought i was gonna be yeah but as far as like the campaign moments do you think those are still hitting oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah very cool yeah Mm -hmm. definitely well it's good to hear yep Yep. but there's another game that surprised you in a good way that you've also been streaming on youtube.com slash playstation source and that is uncharted the lost legacy so this is the last Uncharted in our Uncharted series. I think next up we're doing God of War. Right. I think I think we're doing God of War next, but uh, I would love to play Golden Abyss. Shout out the Uncharted Golden Abyss on Vita, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, we're on Lost Legacy right now. It's a nine-chapter game, very, very short Uncharted game. I think we're going to finish it here on Saturday, um, but it is great, man. Like, I, uh, people were saying, like, oh, I would love to see a Chloe and Nadine you know, another Uncharted with, with them too. And I was like, I was, I was on the side of like, yeah, sure. Like I would like to see it, but playing through Lost Legacy. Now I really want to see it. Like, like their dynamic is so good. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's like a different type that I feel like we haven't really seen that much. I feel like the closest thing to it is, is I guess Nathan and Sam, just in terms of like, they were brothers, but obviously, you know, Nathan and Chloe aren't sisters, but they have like sisterly moments, you know. Okay. You know, I'm saying like it's it's it just it's reminiscent of if they were really sisters, you know, in mm-hmm. in real life. And it's just there's a lot of cool moments in there. A lot of ties to Chloe's past. A lot of ties to Nadine's past. You get into it, and I think the enemy in this game, the main antagonist, is amongst the best Uncharted enemies. Like, I, I mean, I. I might mess around and say, like, he's right under Rafe for me. Maybe over Rafe in some instances. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's a great, great antagonist. But over the set pieces are incredible. I know you popped in the stream for a little bit and, were, and was uh, able to see some of the uh, locations you go into and some of the moments that you get of, like, re- reveals of these grand, different, really cool statues in uh, India. It is it's great stuff. It's really, really good. It's really good. Yeah, Lost Legacy is one that I still have to play, and I'm huge Uncharted fan. Like I, honestly, I might have more love in my heart for that series than The Last of Us. Hey, I mean, it makes sense. There's, there's you know? a lot more Uncharted. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot more Uncharted to to get attached to and love. So that yeah. that one definitely makes sense. But um, but uh, Lost Legacy is one I still have to do. I know several people that swear by it, and I'm excited to play it. I just. I I play I only played Uncharted four in October just because I never had the right time. So like now right. I can finally get to Lost Legacy. Um, I, go ahead. I say honestly, man, like don't even rush it. Really, just when 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 you just want to have fun, right? Like because mm-hmm. I think Lost Legacy is like a real like I I don't know if I would no I mean I think I would attach fun to a lot of Uncharted games, but this is definitely like a capital F fun, you know, there's a lot of good moments in here that are just like really, really cool, really done scripted. Um, so I'd say, Hey, just, just 
whenever you get a night where you just want to just have some fun, mm-hmm. I say definitely pump up, pop up Lost Legacy, and it's really digestible. It's not a super long game. It was meant to be DLC for Uncharted Four, then it blew mm-hmm. up to its own game. So, so it's great. Yeah, it's it's cool hearing that because Chloe's one of my favorite characters of the that cast. So seeing her finally actually back after being absent from four is exciting. Yes. Um, so I I do briefly want to hear what you have to say about it as far as despite its length does it still feel like a full-blown uncharted game because i've heard that from several people and uh recently replaying four do you think that lost legacy is doing things better because of its length than four did where it suffered for you with like getting going like where you at with that so I think okay. So, hundred percent, Lost Legacy feels like an Uncharted game through and through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, there's some. So there's an open world section in Lost Legacy, and uh, they were very vocal on saying like this this part of Lost Legacy we intentionally wanted to kind of be like, what if we were to make an open world game, right? Mm-hmm. Like 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 how would we do that, you know? And um, I don't think it's perfectly executed, you know. I think there's some issues with it. I think, uh, you know, having to pull out a map and, like, memorize where you kind of have to go is a little bit, you know, cumbersome in some ways when mm-hmm. you're trying to make an open world part of a game. But um, I still think it's it's overall, like, pretty good, you know. I think it's pretty good. But I think what makes it feel, like, almost more Uncharted than any other Uncharted is is, like... Seeing Chloe, you know, take pictures of different scenic places that you go to. Obviously, we had Nate drawing, so that's like a similar way of doing it. But yeah. it just it just feels more like Chloe is truly exploring, and you get to do like more exploring. I feel like in Lost Legacy, in a way, you know, as mm-hmm. opposed to these crazy set pieces and you know, combating enemies and stuff like that. Because I feel like you don't combat enemies that much in Lost Legacy. It's it's been ramping up as I near towards the end, but I feel like the first half is definitely more of a focus on like exploration and, and like doing some puzzles and doing some um, like puzzles and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but your second question was, Oh, Did, um, yeah. the length and, and mm-hmm. how it compares. Right. I think there, I think lost legacy doesn't have a spot where there's bad pacing. And oh. I, I, I think that's to, I think that's obviously to his benefit of being a smaller game overall, you know, mm-hmm. like there's it's a great pace. I feel like, you know, there's 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 things are just happening, you know, and it's just going, going, going. And, and I don't feel like I'm wasting my time in a in a given area, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to like uh, a char four. When you go back in time for the second time during that game and do that flashback, that kind of interrupts. I feel like the pace, but. There isn't that in Lost Legacy, so it, it's it's I'm telling you, man, like it's good, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Indeed, indeed. Um, there's something you didn't get to enjoy that I'm kind of jealous <laughs> that you didn't have to deal with this. Uh, um, this past Sunday was Bunny Day in Animal Crossing. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, yes, yes. Do fill me in. Do fill me in. It's a trash event, Kevin. Oh, it's man, not good. I see it. I was. I was at work that morning, uh-huh. and it dawned on me like eleven o'clock. Like crap, you know. I know there there was no way you could have brought your switch and played it, Kevin, but you should have attempted to for this. 
because mm-hmm. you have all those eggs in your house. Like, what were they meant for? So, do tell me about someone that uh, you know that was that was at Bunny Day. So and I guess it wasn't that good. I yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> so much of the events in Animal Crossing are about the furniture and the stuff you can get from them for items. Right. And I just don't like the Bunny Day designs, honestly. No, I don't. Like, I, I hate all of them. Like, I got a Bunny Day lamp, and it looks like a dragon egg lamp, so that's cool. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I made, like, the arch and a fence, and I surrounded my rec center with it, and then took it down after it was all over mm. and sold the rest. But just, I think my biggest issue was just the fact that it kept me from playing the game leading up to it as much as I wanted to. Because... I love fishing in Animal Crossing once I'm done for the day. Yeah. But I just, so frequently, you cast a line out and you just pull in an egg and it's frustrating. No, definitely, definitely. I, I mean, that that can be from fishing. Yeah, actually. that's that shut me out of fishing. And then yeah. the day before on Saturday, there was a fishing tourney. It was the first like seasonal event that's on a holiday. Yep. Uh. Thank God when I did that, I didn't reel in any eggs because they give you like three minutes to catch as many fish as you can. Mm. So if even one of those casts was an egg, I would have thrown a fit because... <laughs> Chucked to switch across the room. Yeah, because the amount of time it takes to cast a line out there, wait for the fish to see it, bite, reel it in, you you got to be like in and out. That's true. That's true. Um, especially with a timer. But um, I guess... For me, I'm hopeful that they can sort out the way the event works, like how frequently you're getting specific materials, I guess. Yeah. Buy yeah. the good ones, because Halloween and Toy Day in Halloween and Christmas are my favorite events in the game. Dude, dude. I just, I mean, I keep telling you, I can't wait for the Halloween one, because yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been outspoken a lot on how... I don't like Halloween in like real life, but I feel like Halloween and Animal Crossing would be bomb, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, due to the pumpkin head shows up, you get like amazing, like a cauldron probably. It's gonna be fun. You get to pass out some candy. Come on, man. Yep. Come on. Yeah. Good knock on people's doors. It's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. Yeah. So Bunny Day came and went. No big, no big deal. Kind of annoying. Glad it's gone, but. Uh, <laughs> For a, a fun little update, though, oh, my switch went silent again in handheld, and I genuinely I don't know what the problem is. So I mean, where so where where's your headspace at in terms of like what do we do moving forward, right? So is it is it that when it's in handheld, your speakers don't work, or is it when you plug in the audio headset so that doesn't work? Like what is the absolute like absolute absolute so i've looked this up right i don't know if this is a problem that people have had and when i sent it to nintendo to fix the screen i was like hey also please look at the sound they're like okay and then a day before i shipped it out the sound came back and then happened again in december but then it was only gone for like a day that time not a week um Mm -hmm. so i was streaming the other day uh worked fine you know playing my switch on my tv um Wrapped up, undocked it, went to check turnip prices in Animal Crossing before I like, started doing work for the day, and 
silence no click 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 to open nothing and i was like oh my god are you kidding me it's happening again <laughs> but doctor works fine handheld no speakers no headphones don't know why no speakers or headphones no and yeah, that's a problem that's a problem my brother is in like engineering stuff right right i was like nick can you just like take it down and just like look at it and like see if there's anything wrong with the board so he took right. the panel off like he took the back off and he took the thing that has the thermal paste like the protective battery cover off right and we could see the motherboard and he looked at the audio section he said everything's connected no damage no dust nothing so i think it's a software thing i don't know huh that's so weird dude yeah that's so unfortunate bro who like, did we call like like i don't know what? i called nintendo <laughs> <laughs> like, i feel like nintendo would just figure it out like i don't know I don't know who you call anymore. I really don't know. So now I'm trying to think if it's like the other times it happened. Was it near an update? Because we got the 10.0 update this week. Mm. And then a couple that days later. That is a good point. That, could it be the updates messing up your audio? Because the last time was December. And then before that it was September. So I don't know if I should like look into the update history and see if there's a, a thing there. Honestly, I mean, that's, that's not... I mean, if that's the only thing that would that has logically changed in your switch i mean i don't think that that's a i don't think that's a that's a uh worthless thing to look into you know yeah maybe honestly should we pull up to reggie fils i'm sure he's doing zoom classes you know <laughs> online perhaps uh, we could you know maybe but <laughs> uh also that's tragic live update wario 64 switches in stock my brother just got a switch which congratulations, congratulations. damn maybe i should buy a second one Okay, how how sold are you on that option though? I mean, because that's that's an option, you know. And then I say, hey, just sell your old one. See, I am, but my wallet isn't. <laughs> that's the that's problem. That's but, absolute fair point. Absolute fair point. Uh, let's dive into news. Like I mentioned, ten point zero update is out this week for the Nintendo Switch. We did a video about that on the channel. If you want more in-depth thoughts uh cool features they let you remap the buttons uh awesome for people with uh extenuating circumstances for how they can Indeed. use controllers or preferences so um Indeed. options are always good truly but in more meaty news kevin we're gonna oh, we gotta see how long this streak is gonna go for how many episodes of this show we talk about resident evil what do we have a count because it's been it's been a lot i think it might have been we might be going for like over a month at this point i feel i was about to say the same like i'm like i feel like this was like episode four in a row of just talking about re which like i'm not opposed to it might have been before that even because we were replaying re2 earlier like that's a good point shoot hmm anyway good point it's a very good point uh re4 remake is apparently happening and it is being worked on by m2 which is made up of former platinum games staff um apparently it's been in development since 2018 um i guess a little addendum to everything that's going on here uh capcom also recently put out a survey for fans of resident evil to give feedback on re3 and resistance so maybe they'll be able to retool that because it sounds like RE4 Remake is coming in 2022. Yes, yeah. I also did that survey when you so kindly sent it to me. So uh, Very nice. Very, very good. But 
I'm down for RE4. You know, I mean, as long as I'm playing a Resident Evil that looks and you know that is in the same uh, uh, type of quality as Resident Evil 2, you know, mm-hmm. similar look as RE3, then I'm here for it. I have, and I hear that um, uh, Jill is in RE4, right? I think. Question no, one? Leon is. Oh really? Yes, Leon. Okay, I mean, hey, I'm yeah, I'm down for that too. Okay. Yeah, okay. back with Leon. Um, he's looking for the president's daughter, somewhere in some foreign country. Um, hmm. but yeah. Okay. A widely beloved game. One of my friends' favorite games of all time. Um, it's interesting because a lot of people are upset they're skipping Code Veronica, which is kind of like the conclusion to are the the umbrella story that's going on that we see in two and three okay because because four kicks off and it's like umbrella's gone it's like oh okay yeah like it's not explained really yeah so i don't know if they'd work in some of that plot from code veronica about the fall of umbrella into re4 maybe i mean that's that's a decent way to do i mean and plus like it would kind of keep the the like numbered resident evils somewhat like i don't know it would just add i feel like more to it yeah so that way like you don't have to play like a a random code veronica i'm sure it's a fine game you know what i'm saying but like mm-hmm. you don't have to jump from three to code veronica to four you know right i think i think i think that makes sense but also, i can also see why people would be mad at that but go ahead. yeah also where again this is all just like speculating but Funny enough, Leon's RE4, right? Code Veronica is Claire. Oh. So what if we get Claire and Leon again? Not obviously, two very different stories. I think Code Veronica is Europe, and I forget where Leon is in um, 4, but Interesting. there's so, potential. So that's where we go from here, is that everyone leaves Raccoon City, and they're doing these different things in different places in the world? Is that is that kind of what it is pretty much so after three claire's looking for her brother in europe um leon i don't really know fully what happens with leon i'm assuming he does not go back to being a cop in a different city i think he just goes into like the government or something yeah yeah um chris is still running military operations uh jill i believe is as well but Mm. Yeah, I, w- I feel like we could have a quick discussion here because this week we also have news that Crisis is getting a remake um, to a lesser extent. SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom rehydrated, got some promo this week. Yep. It got and, a date, I believe, as well, right? Yeah, I think uh, sometime in June, I think. Yeah, something like that. And sounds like it's not full price, which, uh, haha, especially now, I will take that. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> definitely. But for sure. dipping back into the well of the past, I I feel like there's a different discussion to be had with it now, post RE2, 3, and FF7. Like, this is something that I think is uniquely a video game thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. movies, we get remakes, but right. to that extent, most of the time they're in name and loosely in plot but with games it's like 
reinventing it or like taking the essence of it and creating something new with it kind of like how do you feel about this like because i know there's some people that aren't about it but like for us with resident evil and for you with ff7 which you're going to get to for pots this week it's just giving people new some would argue better ways to play some of these highly acclaimed games so what's your head at with it yeah, I mean, I mean, number one, that's a great that that's a great question. But like, it's just I think for me, like translating and making remakes of games are are almost I, I'm not gonna say easier than like movies, but I feel like you have a better chance at being successful sure. in terms of like remaking a game because like a game, as long as you of course respect the IP, right, and mm-hmm. and like really keep that essence and the and the smell of the original game you know and you're just making changes on the format of the game and how the game is played for example um i think it can go down really really well you know just just the however you want to define like modernizing a game and making it like just a big question mark, like all right let's take the plot let's take what this game meant back in its day bring it to today and act like we are making a game that is cultivated for today mm-hmm. you know like i think that that i think is how you do it you know um when when you don't i feel like when you don't respect the ip you know or like respect the smell of it i think we get a little bit of how i feel about Marvel for two you know of like yeah like i see that this is remade and i see where you guys did the work on this but i think you guys don't understand like why we loved marvel 2 or at least how we've grown to love it you know mm-hmm. maybe not like love it in the same way how it was when it was back in 2009 but the reasons why we look back fondly on marvel 2 or on other games mm-hmm. like when you forget that i think is where we get bad remakes you know yeah and I, I do think to an extent, not like hugely, but there is something to keep in mind, at least from like the public perception of it, that there is some sort of a difference of expectation when you say the word remake or remaster. Right. I, I was, oh, I, you're right. Yeah, you know? that's that's that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And absolutely. the games I listed off earlier, they're not all remakes. Like Crisis is a remaster as far as we know. Um re4 is a remake like looking yes. back at the docs how can we improve um spongebob is like one of those weird in-betweens of like i think they rebuilt a lot of it but like it looks like it's a ps2 game but pretty like interesting <laughs> so there's PS2 so many game pretty. there's so many different stages you can get into that with revisiting the past um so i really like, I, I hear people that are saying that it's too much, you know, but I don't know. I never really see it as a bad thing. I always see it I, as, like... I'm same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. Because, I mean, we get... I'm not saying, like, oh, uh, you know, because of this, like, bring every remaster. But, like, I mean, there's still a lot of new oh, yeah. that we're getting. A lot of new, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we've talked about it on this show the past couple weeks. Resident Evil 8 is coming next year. Yeah. You know? And the year after, we get 4. And then maybe we get another remake before 9. But, like, it's it's also worth mentioning that, like, 
smaller studios or like acquired studios from larger publishers they're typically the ones working on the past you know and then you have the main team pushing forward yeah Um, yeah and right yeah and there are certain instances when that's not the case like i'm sure working on re4 is not halting the progress of re8 but i can guarantee you that working on final fantasy 7 remake is halting the progress on final fantasy 16 (laughs) oh oh absolutely (laughs) you know absolutely absolutely but i do think it's an interesting time because we're seeing so many and we're getting to a point where more games are ripe you know like it's that thing where if one person does one from this era then all these other people are like oh so it's okay to do it from 2006 now yeah right right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i see what you mean yeah yeah i mean right yeah like we are and it's cool like it's weird because we were just talking about how old we are for the show but like now we're seeing some of like the classics that we had growing up be remade or remastered and bringing it into like the context of us being adults like how do we enjoy it or how we perceive it how Mm -hmm. we take from it you know yeah it's cool it's cool it's cool yeah it's definitely interesting and on it's it's kind of exciting i really do like having things to look forward to like that because it's kind of comfort food and like knowing that it's coming down the pipeline is nice Mm -hmm. indeed um you know it's not nice though well, it's not nice, sir. Uh, Gamescom got canceled, so. Indeed, indeed. There's indeed. still going to be a digital event, mm-hmm. from the sounds of it, but uh, the physical in-person event that was confirmed to be happening about a month back by Keeley has now been stated that uh, not happening. And well, let me backtrack. Keeley was in charge of opening night live, which was the live show. Yes. So, uh, is he still responsible for the digital event? Like, is he still hosting that and producing I, that? Do we I don't know. Okay. Um, but as far as we're concerned, the actual going to Germany and playing games with people—that's not happening anymore. Mm. So, interesting. Not really a surprise, but opening night live stream. Yeah. Opening night online. <laughs> I mean, we would have been watching it on Twitch anyway. So, very true. Still stream. <laughs> Literally nothing changes over here. <laughs> for us, yeah, we're not German. For but, sure, for sure. Yeah, I guess that's like a final nail in the coffin, though, for like events this year. Like, don't expect anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm still waiting. Completely not game related. Uh, me and my friends got tickets for uh, uh, the weekends after hours mm-hmm. uh, tour, and we got tickets for LA because we're like, we we just gotta just do a big. And I'm just waiting for that one to fall. Yeah. That one is, is the last thing I'm looking at waiting to get canceled, and it's still just standing. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Not looking too great if you were expecting a PSX this year. Uh, don't. <laughs> yeah. You know? That, that as well. Yeah. But, that as well. Yeah. It's – I'm just waiting for the effects that it's going to have for other stuff. Like, recently, Sega, who – always at south by southwest um the Mm -hmm. sonic team is like hey we're doing a panel new sonic games are going to get announced new projects uh when south by southwest was canceled they were like hey we're going to do an event in april gonna repackage it i'm pretty sure sonic direct was trending on twitter that night 
Sonic Direct. Yeah. Um, Let's get it. And then the week of, I think this past week or the week before, when it was scheduled to happen, they were like, hey, um, things are getting worse, so we're just going to hold off until we know it's all right. Damn. Because so. is it like they want to do it in person? Like, no. Is that what they're planning on? They were planning on doing a digital event. Oh. Also, that got pushed too? Yeah, just like because of logistics and right. the ability of probably when the game can be finished or whatever. But yeah, yeah, tragic. Yeah, tragic. But with that being said, it's time for Arkham Watch. Arkham, 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 Arkham. Returning. It's been a while. It has been a while. But you we're back. Said you had a little something, something. Said you had a little, a little, a little something, a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Let's Kevin get this. Okay. Believe it or not, all right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a certain company that takes their time with games, but when they release, they're an event. Absolutely, absolutely. That company. Mm. Get this, it's working on Grand Theft Auto Six. Oh man, just a little indie studio over there, just chugging along, doing this thing. So yeah, GTA Six currently being worked on. I feel you. Yeah. I, I what I do find interesting is that. I don't know if you saw this last night because it seemed like it didn't make that much waves, but there was a quote-unquote like reputable rock star insider that has leaked a lot of things in the past, mm-hmm. a lot of things pertaining to like most recently RDR2 and different aspects of that ilk, um, was saying that he was really confused when Rockstar said that they are in early development stages because he claims that what he's heard is that the game is over halfway done and that it's like chugging along. You know, mm-hmm. so that was a little bit interesting of how we had those two conflicting reports. But realistically, when do you think we see, we see GTA Six? When we see it? Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty one. Really? Yeah. Next year? Yes. Like, but like November, and it's gonna be like how when they revealed Red Dead originally, it was like. They changed their Twitter banner, and then, like, the day Nintendo revealed the Switch, they were like, here's a trailer of cowboys on horses. See you sometime next year. <laughs> See you later, guys. Like, I bet it's a shot of a car stopping and taking a illegal U-turn or something, and then it's like, oh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh, why, why, did I just rec- why did I just perfectly just picture that in my head? Damn, this yes. <laughs> that does sound like a drug star thing <laughs> Oh man, honestly, I think we don't see it till like two, three years into next gen. Honestly, yeah, okay, I can see that. Honestly, like, I think we're. I mean, I don't think we'll go into like twenty twenty four. I think it'll be like between some twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three of like release. But I think there's a fair shake of us seeing like a trailer of it next year. I think I think that's not out of the question. Yeah, cause sure. you said see it, so I'm saying we're gonna see something oh. from that game next year. I see what you mean. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If we see it, then yeah, for sure next year. You're right. You're yeah. Right. I meant like play it, but you Oh, right. release? Yeah. yeah. If we're talking release, it's 2023. Yeah. Okay. Minimum. Okay. I see you. I see that. But yeah. I feel you. Do you think online will be day one? I feel like that is. Honestly, I feel like GTA Online is going to become its own weird thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I'm about to say, too. Like, do they treat GTA 6 as, like, hey, the single player, you know, and 
online is coming to next gen day one. You know, here it is. Maybe. Here's all your progress. I, I really you don't know. know. Do they do like a like a like a Fortnite chapter two thing, like GTA Online two, <laughs> where they update yeah. the hell out of it? You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I think something in that ballpark is likely at this point. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, you know what I do think we're gonna see next year though. What do you think? We'll in see some capacity, mm. Final Fantasy VII remake part two. <sighs> I hope so. It's time for pots. This week. Oh, man. Go ahead, sir. Uh, to get at the start of it, we're not really going to be doing spoilers. Like last week, we did RE3, spoiler free, then spoilers. We're just going to have a general discussion about the first few hours of 7 Remake. Indeed. Because um, I am about nine hours in. I'm in chapter five, I think, or six. But uh, you're in chapter eight, right? Yeah, chapter eight. I think I just passed the 10 hour mark. So cool, interesting, interesting. Yeah, but um, I have been uh, yearning to discuss it with you. Yeah, primarily because I really want to start off this 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 discussion, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were telling me you had a hot take. Yeah. So and I, yeah, I just need to hear that, man. I have a hot take, but it's like a personal hot take, is what how I phrase it. I mean, that's fine. So. I had this thought two hours in, I think, because I only played the demo mission night one because I was real tired. And then uh, I picked up everything after the demo day two. And I had the thought in my head that early. I was like, if there was an idea, if there, yeah, pretty much. If there's anything, if there's any game that can dethrone Kingdom Hearts 2, I think it might be this. Damn. Kingdom Hearts 2, for context, favorite game of all time. Damn. I mean, I I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm prepared to say, like... I mean, because I don't even know what is my definitive, like, favorite game of all time. Last time you like talked to me about it, you said God of War might be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, off the top of my head... You know, top the dome, like not even talking about games that I'm I'm nostalgic about from childhood, but like yeah, I think I'd say God of War mm-hmm. 2018. Um, but I am adoring Final Fantasy VII. That makes you very happy. Like it, it it's hard. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, I don't even know where where do you want. To, I mean, where do you want to start, Christian? I mean, more context. I think is where we should start. Yeah. This right. is your first Final Fantasy, um, yes. your first time playing a huge, big budget JRPG like this. Like you played Pokemon earlier this year, but yeah, this is like on another level of production. Um, yeah, I am returning. I played half of the original seven up to the temple. You know what temple I'm talking about? If you know what that game is. <laughs> Okay. Um, but recently I played through all of Midgar again um, on stream, so that was a nice revisit. So I'm very familiar with the ground that is being covered in 7 Remake, so I think mm-hmm. from our two different perspectives, I think we can have an interesting conversation here. Um, what was your first impression 
Uh, like post demo, post demo area. Okay, post demo area. Um, I was just really impressed at how this game conveys information to you without directly telling you. Mm-hmm. You know, and like what I mean with that is like technically, you know what. I mean, with that is like seeing like how the world is, and to be fair, you know the. I feel like when you're in Midgar, when you're in the slums of Midgar, um, you know, what I'm directly referencing is hearing the common folk. Yes. Talk about it, and like, I just think that is just the coolest way to convey like the consensus of the world. Mm-hmm. Just let the world talk to you, and and hear hear the world speak. You know what I'm saying? Like in like a super just natural feeling way like yeah i i i feel like it's just so natural how they're doing it you know in terms of like we have businessmen talking about oh i work near there like i work near you know at uh you know this explosion and like hearing people like worried about uh uh you know if they're gonna go to work tomorrow and experience another attack like that you mm-hmm. know like it's 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 really 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 well done really well done yeah i i totally agree with you and it's interesting that's something that stuck out to you that strong because um i definitely agree because i think the the population of midgar is so important to the beginning of this story um interesting avalanche and their entire like moral system is concerned about the planet surviving and in turn the common folk and like people being able to live lives so hearing their perception of you their their perception of the events how it's framed as like legit terrorism yeah yeah i think it's super interesting and the way that the the npcs and kind of like white noise dialogue works to flesh that out is very well done i totally agree um, I did shut off the the log that shows like uh, civilian dialogue. Saying, yeah, they're like captions for the for the crowd. Yeah, on I, the top, not top, but like mm-hmm. middle left hand corner. Yeah, I shut that off just because it was a little distracting, and I I liked being able to just walk through a crowd and hear a million different conversations and like maybe listening in on one that stood out to me. But right, right, it yeah, makes me feel alive. I like thought about turning it off, but I was like, no, nah, like I'd rather. I mean, because I'm, uh, I'm, I do captions on everything. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm watching like a TV or you know, like a movie or a show, or whatever games, I, I'm the, I keep captions on no matter what. So like I, I decided on keeping them on, but like I totally feel you because like when there's a lot of people talking, that thing is scrolling. Yeah, pretty pretty fast, and it's definitely like an eyesore to a degree. For oh, sure. for sure. So, yeah, um, yeah. How about like the party outside of the demo because the demo you were familiar with barrett wedge uh biggs and jesse how are you feeling about them seeing more of their characters and also tifa because tifa plays a huge role yeah yeah um i am i think my favorite okay well my favorite up to the point that we're talking about uh I feel like it's Biggs, man. Biggs just seems like the homie. You know what I'm saying? Wedge, Wedge. I feel like with, with my like hypothetical, you know, Cloud that I'm role playing as, right? I feel like Cloud and Wedge have a sort of like big brother, little brother mentality. Like the little brother just thinks that like the older brother is like the coolest person in the world, mm-hmm. 
and the brother just like I don't really care what you think to a degree you yeah. know it kind of being like a bad big brother per se you mm-hmm. know but I just like that dynamic I love the like the chase of Jesse in a way you know and I wonder how you're playing it you know mm-hmm. if you if if you're playing it one one way or the other uh, in terms of Jesse you know yeah because because I'm definitely like hey you know I appreciate you but I'm good you know <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you have a different way of approaching it. I like seeing Cloud be in awkward situations because... Oh, it's so dope. I love it, yeah. The thing... Cloud is so cool, and I think the reason he's so cool, because I don't think a lot of, like, protagonists that the the writers are like, don't you think they're cool? Like, I don't think that works almost ever. Um, But with Cloud, I think it works because underneath all of it, he's a dork, and where you and i are in the game right now it's starting to like peel back at that a little bit yeah yeah and i think i like jesse because early on it's a good way for you to like see that there are strings to be pulled there um, yeah definitely definitely so i do like that also fun fact uh the voice actor for jesse is also catwoman not catwoman uh black cat in spider-man i i was like she sat I was I was waiting for my brain to just see if I can conjure it mm-hmm. as I keep playing, but I knew she's not familiar. Okay, that's great. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's um, great. good to hear. All around though, voice voice acting is great. Great, great. But, uh, I am loving the Cloud and Tifa dynamic. Yeah. I've oh my god, like I am borderline obsessed with this dynamic. You know. Mm-hmm. Cause like I mean, cause Tifa. Is I believe, as far as I can tell, the only character in the party, if you will, like like the main core of uh, characters that knows of Cloud before he was a soldier. Yeah, you know, and getting little hints of that, I think, is super super cool. Dude, that flashback. Oh, the flashback is Kingdom Hearts. Oh, bro, I was like, yo, holy crap! Like, oh, I love that too. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, their dynamic is great. Uh, Tifa, you get a large party in the the whole scheme of this entire story. Um, Tifa was always a constant for me. I love her character so much. Um, I think think she's great overall. Yeah, 100%. mm -hmm. Um, A big shout-out to... Is her name Marlene? Merle? No... Merle oh, Marlene as is well, but Barrett's daughter. Barrett's daughter. Yeah. Cutie patootie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Big, big fan. I accidentally scared her. Oh, yeah, I did too. And I was like, wait, no, like, I didn't. I, I just want to say hi. You know? Like, I, I didn't mean that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, well. But, yeah, Merle seems like a very, uh, like, the, the, like, cool aunt, but also, like, will slit your throat aunt yeah. that you meet yeah. of a you know of a significant other if you will or like someone that's important of the opposite sex in your life you know uh i like her too i like her too i like her too was but i do want to ask you like what are the big like differences you know because sure. i know there was one that i brought up for that um you know what just 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 go ahead so like, so far are the big differences first five chapters the biggest differences um Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, they're genuine characters now. Um, before, they're just kind of like there in the original. 
Um, and, like, they have arcs, you know, but it's less fleshed out. Like, everybody gets fleshed out now, you know, because we have that opportunity. Um, right. So, in the original, going to Jesse's house was not a thing. Oh, okay. Because I was talking to someone that played the original. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, I know there's a lot of different aspects to, you know, the remake, but I can try and tell you where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I told him that whole thing, and he's like, I, that is not a thing. Yeah. Like, not like, the, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, man, well, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I, thought, I thought that that was cool. Yeah, that entire sequence, uh, everything with her and her dad and her mom, that's all new. Um, Roach? Roach is new. Uh, why am I forgetting? Roach is the motorcycle dude, the other soldier. Oh, he's new? 100% new. Wow. I don't know he his deal. Seemed like so- okay. I guess we'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, he... That was a cool sequence, though. Yeah, so you like that? I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, yeah, did you feel like it stood out at all to you? Like, it being new? Or did it feel like it had a place? Like, no, it didn't. I mean, no, it didn't really feel like it was new per se. Just because, like, it seems like, oh, okay, like, I assume this will be a character that might pop in and out when I'm not expecting it. And it will act like a sort of, like, you know, F plot to this whole thing. Yeah. You know? Uh, But it, it seemed like it melded in. But I guess it's worthy to know. I mean, because know that uh you know it, it, it wasn't any original uh of all things i felt like merle to me felt like the most like forced new thing yeah she's new but oh really yeah okay okay yeah yeah i feel like that one was the most because like it seemed like a lot of our dialogue is just like meant to reinforce that hey you know you and uh like like protect tifa yeah you know like like so like that is what and like her like looking out Tifa and like giving her like context in that way mm-hmm. that's kind of how I felt like what's the bulk of her dialogue yeah. so that's what kind of made me feel like she was new mm-hmm. to the game but 90% like 95% of the NPCs in the slums all new like all the vendors and everything well there's still vendors originally but like the quests all new the um the character moments like Johnny, he's new. Uh, at least like his oh, uh, relevance new? to okay. the area. Okay. What about the kid that you go new. and assess? He's he's also new. Yep. Yeah, that like seems like an in-world way to just get new material. Mm-hmm. I feel like and to like yeah. So, but cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And okay. So like, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, as far as the set pieces go that we've seen so far, it's mainly uh, riding up to Jesse's place and skydiving down back to the slums that's new okay um the roach stuff like i said that's new because that was also sort of around that what what that mission was all that's new mm-hmm. um and the yeah some of the stuff after that as well like fleshing out the journey to our next destination right that's new right. as well okay so, is there anything out of the new that they've added that you feel somehow hurts the original intent of the lore or, like, the story at all? Or do you feel like it's all just meshing in really well? It's just additive stuff that is giving context to the to two different things in Final Fantasy VII. 
I think it's adding things. Um, I'm definitely interested in what the deal is with Roach, because, like, okay. as far as I know, again, as someone who played half of Seven, I'm aware of two, no, three soldiers that are legit characters um, mm. from, like, the surrounding lore, not just the original game of, like, the spinoff games and stuff like that. Because um, there was a PSP game where it was, like, hey, more about Shinra. And it was like, oh, this soldier guy that's not... Is, is that is that Crisis Core? Yes, that is Crisis Core. I kind of want to play Crisis Core now. You got a PSP lying around? I have a, I, I have a Vita and hoping that there is support in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to play Crisis Core too. Like, there's a movie that takes place after the whole story of Seven that I never watched, but, like... Um, I guess that's another thing I want to ask you as far as, like the way you've been taking the story and the lore, like one, where do you see this going? And two, what do you think your next step is for seven? Like in terms of story? Um, No, I mean like grand scheme, where do you see this story going by the time we have like remake part three or whatever? Like, and then individually for you, are you gonna like dive into the original after you wrap remake? Like, what do you think of? Oh, doing? okay, right, okay. I mean, quickly it came apparent that like Kev, like when you, when you you know finish this remake, like I think you're not gonna have the strength to stop yourself from playing the original. Yes, seeing this story through. Also, like, I think hundred percent. What's that? What? Also, because you've been so good about not being spoiled for the big moments in this game. I think at least seeing them in context of the overall story, even if you can't see it in the remake take on it for a few years, I still think that's a good way to experience that. Yeah, no, I mean, because like a lot of people said, and I think you says, well, hey, you you should play the original first and then play the remake. And it's like, yeah, you know, I would like to do that. But like, I don't want to jump ahead, just, just head first into the original. But now that they're in parts, as we've known for a long time now, you know, um, I think I am just gonna have to just play the original, yeah. uh, and and it could, well because then I would like to then have that context, you know, going to the remakes when they come out, yeah. and getting also that context of like playing the original and and seeing all that and like how it's changed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, uh, this this story, it's so weird, right? Because obviously, okay, look, like I am loving it, mm-hmm. right? But it just feels so unbelievable that this was a story in 1998, right? 97. Or 97? Yeah. Like, because there's so much that seems so timely. Yeah. That's what's really weird. It's like, man, like, who the hell wrote this? Like, it's weird. Like, it is weird. Like, even from, like, like there was, like, a throwaway line that was, that was pretty early on in the game where, like, um... Uh, you know, it's 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 like the the public isn't like really conscious of like why like sucking Mako from the world is necessarily bad, and it reminds me of like people that are like oh like whatever let's just use up all the oil, <laughs> let's just keep using our gas like who cares yeah, you dude. know and it's like it's like shoot like yeah no like that that is a very apparent thing today you know yeah. 
there's just a lot of like really timely things that I'm just like man, and like what was uh one as well that when I was walking through uh the Midgar slums, uh there was someone talking about like, oh man, like hey, like are you gonna go to that show tonight? Like the play in like sector six or wherever it was happening. And he's like, man, like is that even still going on? Because like there was the attack last night. Yeah, like dude. is it canceled? And I'm like, oh my god, that that's dang. That's like a little bit too close. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's very very timely. I, I think that's the biggest shock of the story I've been having so far. Like that I wasn't expecting going in. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I can totally see that. Yeah. Seven. Seven is just so interesting, and it's it's interesting seeing a story from that time and like just ways to think about setting up these characters and the way they interact with each other. Thinking yeah. of the yeah. original intent in '97 and adapting uh, that intent with the budget of today, it just feels so unique to me. Like I, even like '15, I like Final Fantasy '15 like a hell of a lot, but right, even that is like still there's so much going on here and there's so much creativity i think in the decisions that have been made as far as like i don't know if you've used the assessment area much but like uh there's a certain area where it's like very there's a lot of like gas and uh cloud and like dirt and if you assess the monsters in there it's like oh why is this weird like quillfish monster flying around it's like oh it's because likes areas with moisture and feeds off of like microorganisms or whatever right i mean i've been using the assess at every point i can me too yeah you know yeah i've been loving that i've been loving like being able to go in you know fill up my gauge a little bit use as literally the first thing i do with a new encounter is assess mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely was 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 that in the original too I think it was, but I think it was just to, like, see enemy health bars. Oh, okay. But, yeah, just, like, the way this world exists, the the choices that are made as far as, like, how, like, the, the economy, kind of, of the slums, and it's, like, roughneck, but, like, still kind of wholesome. Right. It's just, I feel like it's making choices that I haven't seen game stories make in a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I am. I'm. I'm loving, loving it. Me too. Like, it's. I. I think I told you. I think off air. I think, but like I, haven't like felt, that like desire, and I haven't had a game share this much mind share in my mind when I'm not playing it since God of War 2018. Yeah, you know, like there really hasn't been, a game that has came out since that i have felt that way towards yeah i feel like it's yeah it's 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 so good man it's so good so good but like what do you so you said that you have only beaten the like midgar section of the original do you think after this remake you'll go back and just play the original and see it through okay yeah so i've recently i replayed just midgar <clears throat> excuse me for like a refresher i replayed midgar okay. Um, grand scheme, I have made it to the point where they're like, please insert disc two. Uh, so okay. I've seen a, like half of the story. Um, but just very recently, I wanted that refresher, and I I do plan yeah on picking up uh, at the halfway mark and continuing. But yeah, yeah, I'm really 
wondering how they wrap up remake part one because like in my head there's a very clear way to end it but oh okay right right okay i see i see there are like the way i cut it off on the stream i did of like hey this is the end of the midgar section wrap it up the way i've seen people reacting it seems like they make some choices with the ending so like I'm curious to see how that goes for one and two. I am really wondering how they're gonna handle the next step. Why do you say that? Because like Midgar is one of the only big city locations that I feel like you could do this to. Like throughout the campaign, the party visits a lot of towns, uh, goes okay. through an overworld. Um, the original, there is, like, an overworld that's open, and it's like, hey, you can explore this part now, but if you want to get over there, you need to get this vehicle. So, like, I could see them split it up into regions of, like, open area, or maybe we have cutscenes to traverse between the towns, and then the towns all get the Midgar treatment. I really don't know. Inter oh, okay, okay, I see what you mean. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But the the oh. scale, the care, and the clear like love that they're putting into this is meeting my expectations, and it's just in it's too good. This video game is too. We don't deserve a game that is this good after all this time. And like, you're you're right about the care because like I feel like I'm thinking like wow, like they're making so many choices that so um like I I got an upgrade for one of Tifa's uh, uh, knuckles, you know what I'm saying, that allows her to do more damage when enemies are, when, they're, when their back is facing Tifa. Mm -hmm. So if Tifa's behind the enemy, she can do more damage, right? And I'm like, okay, like that's a really oddly specific upgrade, but all right, I'll just do it, you know? And then there like comes a point in the game where you're like facing an enemy that... And like the the environment that you're fighting him in, you're kind of split up from like your other party mm -hmm. because so it's like you, enemy, and then the other party's on the other side. So that's when I was thinking, oh wait, so like that's how I would use that particular upgrade. Like like there's just so much thought into like what you get and then how you're able to utilize it later on and like you wanting to get more being able to attach more uh uh slots for materia and how just when you there's uh, upgrades for that and there's different weapons for that to let you expand material like i just feel like this this game is so well thought out from like a moment to moment like as a player like playing a game as well yeah it's so good man it's so good 100 percent. and i want to i want to ask you one more thing i think unless you have other talking points and you want to ask me some stuff feel free but uh yeah yeah okay what was your first impression of sephiroth okay sephiroth um i've i've seen him a few times he seems like i okay I, I feel like he's definitely a part of my past, right? Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I – like I think it maybe has something to do with like me tying him 
like tying into like why I'm very potent on like saying like, hey, I'm an ex soldier, you know? Okay. Like maybe like I didn't rescue him on some sort of you know like. I haven't seen what soldiers necessarily, like, do in this world yet. Like, I haven't seen what a soldier entails, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe it's, like, I don't know. Maybe I didn't save Sephiroth from something or, you know, I maybe, like, he's the reason why I'm an ex-soldier. Maybe, like, you know, mm-hmm. something happened that pertains to him that made me leave the regime, I guess you could say. I'm not sure. But at least it's he's definitely and like there's certain moments where i'm like man is he there i thought i thought that he was actually there next door when when uh tifa led me to uh my room yeah i thought that for a second i thought he was actually there for a second but obviously he wasn't Mm -hmm. uh so i don't know i'm very i'm very much still intrigued okay by this character interesting right very very much intrigued Why do you ask it, sir? Is there something I should know about Sephiroth? I just, in my own head, it was, like, the the role that Sephiroth plays when I play the original for the first time, I was aware of the role he played because of just, like, general discourse and discussion, but I never really thought it was conveyed super well in the first like the early hours and like first half even um uh-huh. but it's interesting to me because i think so far with what we've seen with like the flashbacks and the visions and cloud's attitude towards talking about him and his anger when he sees him like i feel like very early on they're trying to paint him as like an antagonist are you getting that vibe right. I mean, yeah. I mean, red fire seems to torment me. Seems to annoy me. Uh-huh. You know, and me, I mean, like cloud. Um, so I mean, yeah, he seems pretty at, at antagonistic. Okay, because yeah, in the original, I felt like they never really planted those seeds until like later. Like it seemed like. Oh, okay. It seemed like out the gate, it was like, oh yeah, Sephiroth sure was a great guy, wasn't he? And then like. <laughs> at some point it's like oh is he and then like out the gate with cloud in this game he calls him like a bastard and tries to kill him yeah yeah like like he's he's gonna be very very forward on like this like okay so that just wasn't really portrayed that well in the same sections in the original yeah so i wanted to see what your read was yeah no he he definitely seems like you know uh a a bad guy yeah okay definitely definitely yeah for sure good to know sure um, but yeah, I'm absolutely loving this game, and I will be shocked if anything comes out for the rest of this year that makes it not my goatee, but... Uh, I mean, if anything comes out this year that's goatee-worthy, bro. Yeah. I mean, shoot, for sure. Well, but uh, do you have any I can't wait to play. final thoughts? Um, I feel like... Okay, uh, so I want to talk to the crowd that was me, like... We'll say, like, six months ago, you know? Uh, like, oh, like, deterrent on turn-based, da, da, you know? like I'm going to um, clip this out and put it on Twitter, so go off. <laughs> I promise, like, even though you may be scared. Not scared, but, like, 
you know, resistant to the, you know, turn-based genre, you know, uh, or any of that ilk, this is good. I promise this is good. Like, this is really good, you know. Um, like, I I almost, Christian, as, as wild as it might say, mm-hmm. I almost wish I was in the turn-based combat more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I kind of wish I was in there more, you know. I, I, I... I love the balance that we have right now mm-hmm. with the combat, how it is like on the uh, uh, quote unquote like regular version of the remake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, in terms of like you have to balance like switching from different play from different people in your party to you know you like being able and like making sure you're utilizing your turn based abilities and not just hacking and slashing. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm simply only using hacking and slashing as a way to fill that gauge. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't really treat it as like truly moves to defeat the enemy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like smaller things. Eventually, I'm I'm to the point where I'm like I can just kill you with basics and then go for the bigger guy with the specials. Um, right, right, right. And oh my god, dude, some of the summoning stuff is so cool, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh just wait, god, just dude. wait, dude. <laughs> There's some they crazy ones. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Um. I think the highest praise I can give it is I wish I was in combat more. Like, I wish I the battles went on longer. And it's a game that I would be happy to grind in. Yeah, I I almost want, like, an arena separate. Yeah, like, hey, just, just like, here's, here's, like, every materia. Here's, like, every thing, whatever. And just, and just here's the endless wave of enemies. Go. I'd love yeah. that. I would love that, yo. Oh, my God, I would love that. Mm-hmm. I would, I would... I would do that for a very long time for sure. Yeah. Um but it's great. And I will without a doubt be getting the platinum for this. So Ooh, really? Yeah. The the hardest thing is when you beat the game you unlock hard mode and then you have to play through mm-hmm. it on hard mode. So I'd have to do a second play. But Yeah, I I did see a lot of people, you know, not particularly fond of uh of having to replay the game twice for platinum. Yeah. I think I would do it. Yeah, I'll do it. It's good enough. Am I gonna platinum it, Christian? What? What a what a character arc that would be. Yeah, you swear off JRPGs. You're like, I'm not into it, and then you play Pokemon. You're like, I had fun, but I'm still not super in love with it. And then you try the demo for this. Then you play this, and it's your first first platinum. No, second. Second. Well, first one is uh, Tails, right? Yeah, yeah, tail. So like that one's. I just stu- I literally stumbled yeah. off that platinum, Li- literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but, that'd be a great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great arc. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, speaking of, we'll see. In the future, we will see how we continue talking about seven as we continue to play through it. Um, I don't know if we should do an episode in the future where like similar to RE three. It's like hey. The main thing this week is just spoilers and reviewing the game with each other. Or I, th- I think this game is gonna call for it. Yeah. Because I even have things that I want to talk about that are spoilers. Yeah. You know, and and I'm only like ten hours in, so like, mm-hmm. I think I think it's definitely par for the course. Okay. You know? So we'll I don't think that would be next week because it's a it's a long game, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm 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 cruising. I'm doing 
you know, I'm I'm taking it nice and easy. Yeah. With this game, like, like I'm I'm looking at every nook and cranny, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm definitely taking my time. Yeah. So if listeners, if you want like a full blown discussion, you don't want news, you don't want nothing, you just want an hour and a half, maybe two hours, of just talking about the game, spoiler filled, at the end. Let us know and we will do it. But Kevin. Yes. Before we sign off. Because we don't know what the POTS is going to be next week, I would like to say, if you do want, if like first like few hours spoiler questions, if you want to do that, feel free. Okay. So if you enjoyed the discussion, if you don't want any more spoilers for in any capacity of like chapters one to maybe six, uh, pizza time. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Oh man, I'm just. Because I would hate for someone to get spoiled. Yeah. You know. I don't like, want to get spoiled I, on the remake and I know the story. Yeah, I I have been blessed, I would say, you know, with not knowing the full intricacies of Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. You know. Really honestly nothing. <laughs> like I went in like I would say honestly ninety nine percent blind. Like I, I knew Cloud Strife. I knew he had a buster sword. And yeah, that's, that's pretty it. much it. That's all you need to know. That's pretty, yeah, that's that's pretty much the extent, you know. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Or do you want me to ask these questions right now? Uh, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to drop anything right now, ask ask away. And if people don't want to hear it, we did our discussion. I just have, okay. I mean, I'll I'll just drop one. Okay. I'll just drop one. So, um, I forgot which character pointed out to me. Oh, wait, no. I think it was Tifa. Tifa w- was saying, like, uh, well, one that bounces off of it. You know, one, like, oh, man, Cloud, like, you're, like, so different. You know? Like, like, like she, like, made a point of, like, I've, I'm very much different, uh, you know, from when we were kids. Um, but then also she, she referenced my eyes. Yeah. And how my eye color has changed from, I guess, when he was a soldier, they do, they like bathe in Mako or, or, or drink Mako or something something with Mako that has made my eyes change a different color. Yeah, Mako exposure, right. enhanced abilities, think Captain America. Okay, okay, like similar thing. Yeah. Is it just coincidence that Aerith's eyes are also seem Mako-y? Or is that just her eye color? I think that's just her eye color. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> I was going to... Okay. But it's interesting that you're looking to eyes. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. I mean, because ever since she said that, it's like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, yeah. Cloud's eyes do look like a very, like, blue, like, teal type of color palette. Yeah. You know? And it's very, like, distinct. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Yeah. I'll... I guess I'll keep my eyes open for eyes. You know. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. But uh, if you want to call it there, that is episode 14 of Joyfuckus Games Cast. So, Kevin, where can people find you online with uh, all your wonderful screenshots? Oh, yes. All the screenshots on twitter.com slash the kds one 3 T-H-E-K-D-I-S-E-1-3. Follow me on there. Uh, a lot of really, really cool screenshots this week we got, you know, of Lost Legacy. Final Fantasy 7 as well, oh. you know, some some Modern Warfare in there. I'm we sorry. need a photo mode in this game. Bro, so bad. So bad. So bad. 
I 100% agree. If there was a negative I could I could say about it, I think the camera sometimes in combat is kind of wonky, but yeah, not that bad. Yeah, I can see that. But but the photo mode is is borderline insulting to not have in this game yet. Yeah. You know, but when that photo mode comes on, make sure to follow me on there. <laughs> As well as, of course, YouTube.com says Poison Source. Uh, chugging along. Save Stop Podcast this week. Turned out really good. OBS didn't screw me. Love to see that. Um, a lot of uh, PS5 news this week as well. A lot of it came out. There's like a Bloomberg report. Different things like that. Check out that channel as well. And, uh, of course, Twitch.tv slash JoyClicks, where I'm also streaming on there as well. Mm-hmm. Some Modern Warfare, you know. And we'll have new stuff next week. Of course. Where can the people find you, Christian? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris and Buckley. Same as my Instagram. Um, if you, like Kevin said, twitch.tv slash We have a schedule that's posted every Saturday for the following week on uh, JoyClicks' Twitter account, at JoyClicks. Um, archives of the streams, full playthroughs mostly going up on YouTube.com. Uh, I don't know if we have the slash yet, but JoyClicks plays on YouTube. It's linked on the main page. You will find that there. Um, if you're listening to the show on audio versions like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, anything that lets you rate and review the show, would be greatly appreciated if you could do that and uh, spread the good word of our show, Final Fantasy VII, anything. Um, but yeah, also a link in the description is everything we have just listed off, so you have easy access to it. But that is going to do it for the show. Uh, I'm gonna go make a pizza. <laughs> I'm probably g- oh look at that timely. I'm probably gonna go back to playing some more five bands. Right. Well, maybe you can eat Jesse's mom's pizza, and Barrett can look up in the sky and talk about the big pizza that is Midgar. And while well, I'm eating pizza. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm like, huh? I was like, okay, Barrett. All right, bro. I'm like, okay. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Like, uh, let's let's save the planet. Yeah. <laughs> well, until then, though, it's pizza time. It's pizza time.